Freedom Makers, today I have a very special guest and her name is Dr. Katie. She's a pediatrician who has been practicing for 11 years and has been active duty army for five, spending 15 months in Iraq caring for our soldiers and some local Iraqi children. Three years ago, she left her job as a pediatrician to take care of her most important job, her family. She has four kids and one grown stepson. Today, Dr. Katie is gonna share with us what her life has looked like since leaving her corporate job and how she's been able to find herself while also fully diving into motherhood without losing herself and her passion and vision along the way. All right, let's dive in. I am so happy to have you on the show today, and I want to kick things off by asking you to share something about yourself that the Freedom Makers would find unique or interesting. Well, I would say something unique about me is that you would never guess actually was awarded a Bronze Star for my service overseas during the war. Um, so I would say, like I said, that would be surprising if you knew me because I'm this quiet, small woman. (laughs) Um, but I think that would be something that would be surprising. And I am a a pediatrician and, um, most people who become a doctor, you know, that was their dream since they were a child. And I actually told everybody I was not going to be a doctor. I kind of resisted and fought that until I figured out that was really where I was supposed to be. (laughs) So I've done all these things that are pretty unexpected. Absolutely. And you mentioned previously that you went into the military as well. And that was something that you had never expected that you would do. So That's really interesting how that works, right? You never know where life is going to take you. Exactly. I feel like that's how my life has been. Not where I thought my career would be, not where I thought I would end up, but it's what happens. I met my husband in medical school. Um, That's how I ended up in the military. I did it for love. (laughs) And so what was a major takeaway that you had from that experience? So you took your, like, as a pediatrician, so you were in the military you know, kind of working both sides of that, right? Yes. So um, like I said, I met my husband in medical school. He was on scholarship with the army. So we could match and do our residency together. Um, We got married and I joined the military. Um, So I did my training there, sent overseas as a pediatrician. um, And really the army sees you as a primary care physician. So I was over there, um, helping to treat sick soldiers and um, actually some of the local children as well. And again, it's never something I imagined that I would do, but it is an experience that was amazing, something that I won't forget. And it really makes you look at life a little bit different too. You know, you're grateful for the things you have um, and you, you just are more appreciative of your own, um, of your own life. And, you know, you, I was separated from my husband. So you're more appreciative of that and your family. You're more appreciative of the, um, opportunities that you have here, um, rather than, you know, the experience of some of the families in the war torn countries. Um, so it was a pretty amazing experience and that military, you know, family that I was deployed with became my second family as well. So, you know, I made a lot of 
of good connections. So although I would have never um, outright chosen to do that, I can say that I gained a lot of um, positive experiences from that as well. Absolutely. And how do you think those experiences have kind of transformed and led you into what you're doing today? Can you maybe dive a little bit deeper into what it is you're doing right now? Yes. So I um, practiced pediatrics for a total of about 11 years um, after my residency. And the first 15 months basically were over in Iraq. Um, and then the other was back here in the States. Uh, I practiced in three different States. Um, and all of that just um, kept feeding my passion to help other people. I've always been kind of like that pleaser almost. I just love helping other people. Um, so that has fed into that. And now as I started staying home, I made that transition from you know, my career a lot into my career to now after four kids realizing that my most important job is at home. But I still had that urge to you know, reach out and help other people, um, especially other moms, because I was going through that same thing too. And now I was a home, stay at home mom. <laughs> um, so it really um, then re-sparked that interest to, to help moms. So that's what I am doing now, actually. Um, right before this interview, I actually did a live in my uh, Facebook group where I um, help support and educate um, other moms. That's so awesome that you've continued doing what you love, even though, you know, you put that job that you had worked so hard in, you know, kind of aside to raise your family. That's really special. So special. And so when you went live in your group, what are things that you teach in there? How do you help motivate and encourage these moms? Well, every week I do go live um, and I usually pick kind of a theme for the week. So today I talked about fevers. You know, we're starting to get into the cold and flu season, so it's kind of a hot topic. And then, of course, we have the pandemic going on now, too, which throws another, um, you know, another aspect into your evaluation. Um, but I usually just choose a topic, a common topic that uh, moms like to ask about. And I, you know, I say no question is a silly question. I'm a very down to earth, approachable, <laughs> um, not intimidating at all. Uh, so I feel like I'm a good, hopefully a good resource to fever, to, um, what are some other things, even mom guilt, even going on, you know, topics for moms. Uh, this month is breast cancer awareness. So we also talked about that one week. So every week I have just a different, different theme. And I am absolutely open to suggestions from my group as well. So I'm always asking, you know, what topics that um, moms want to hear about. That's so exciting. And I know you were going to invite the Freedom Makers into your group. Is that is that correct? Awesome. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's a free group. Yeah, it's a free group. It's called Unfolding Motherhood with Dr. Katie. Um, and that's where I spend a lot of time is in the Facebook group. Um, it is open for questions. Um, I love that other moms are starting to, you know, converse with others. It's a fairly new group to um, 
you know, gain their comfort in the group, but I'm open to questions. I do a live every week and you are welcome to ask questions. Usually I put a post a couple days before with the topics. You can think about questions and then you can ask on the video as well. And all of the videos that I've already done are also there for replay. So I'm trying to make it a very, I'm a very positive person too. So I try and keep it very positive, very uplifting and supportive. Um, and of course, throw in that uh, education piece. So hopefully to calm some of your fears. And I know, especially now, it's not easy to go into your pediatrician or you might go in there and then you forget to ask that one question. You always forget to ask something, right? <laughs> or you feel silly asking a question right to your pediatrician. Well, those are things you can always, you know, come in, um, present. So yeah, it's open for questions. I do a live every week and usually I just present on a topic and you can ask questions during the live prior to the live to make sure I cover those topics um, and uh, suggest topics for future lives as well. So I try and keep it very relevant to, of course, you know, what moms want to hear about and what would be useful and to go with the seasons too. So like I said, today I did fever. So I try, you know, that's something to talk about as we head into fever season, you know, with the cold and flu uh, around the corner. Okay. Yeah, that's so helpful. I appreciate it. I'm sure a lot of mamas are going to want to join your group. Definitely. So useful. Yeah, especially you said it, given COVID and the situation that's happening right now, it's very hard for people to get in to see their pediatrician and just having that resource just in the back of their hand, jump on Facebook and are able to chat with you. That's incredible. Yes, yes, I love it. Actually, just makes me feel great because that's one thing that I miss about my job. There are plenty of things I don't, <laughs> but there, um, that's the piece that I miss. Is actually, you know, that's what um, fills my bucket, so to say, is to be able to help others. Absolutely, a greater impact for sure. Mm -hmm. And now you've got to feel really good having that online space as you're building up your tribe and your following. You are able to impact so many lives where before you might have just been in more of a one-on-one -on -one setting and now you just have the whole internet at your fingertips. That's got to feel really good. It is. So yeah, it's, it's fun trying to figure all that out. You know, when I was working all the time, I didn't necessarily have time to sit and do that. And now I'm trying to, you know, reach more people. And that is true. I mean, before it was very limited to the patients that I saw in the clinic and things like that. But now, yeah, I can reach um, many more. That's so exciting. And so in your area of expertise, can you share a few tips that you think the listeners here, just kind of overall things that you think every mama should know? Like, is there one special tip that you would give them? I do think that um, the couple things uh, to know are that you are a good mom, right? So the guilt and the comparison, especially with social media, is horrible. And I can tell you, even I fall into that trap sometimes. <laughs> but you know, you see that perfect mom on Instagram or on Facebook, who's doing all the things, you know, on Pinterest that they found or all these things, and you get into this comparison, how they always look perfect, but that's most likely not the case for one. Um, and uh, 
don't compare. I think that's one of the biggest things. Don't compare, but you don't have to do it alone. And that's one thing I, one reason I um, formed the group as well, because um, even myself, like I feel much better when I have other moms to talk to, you know, it's hard to just be home with your kids all the time, or all you do is go to work and take care of your kids and you kind of lose your identity, but you need to have that mom time too. And um, so that's what I would say. Don't do it alone, you know, be yourself and don't compare. I love that, especially in the social media age that we live in. It is very easy to get into that little rabbit hole where you follow it and you're like, oh my gosh, am I the only one who feels like that? So definitely, I would say too, like following people who are being so real is so important and not trying to cover up the bad days, really just embracing them and showing you, hey mama, you've got this, you can pull through. Yep. So I can tell you, I mean, I yell at my kids. I have bad days where I feel horrible. I mean, I let my kids have too much screen time sometime. I am just the mom, just like you. So don't think that, you know, like just using me, for example, just because I have that background of being a pediatrician, that I'm a perfect mom or that I know everything. And it's also very different when it's your own kids. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And social media, that's the good and the bad of it. So the bad is that you um, unfortunately fall into that trap of comparing yourself. But the good, hopefully, um, like with this group, is you can hopefully find a group of moms that can be that support, even especially now when we can't go out as much and we can't have those gatherings like we used to. Um, So there are good and bad aspects. You have to try and find the good of it. So can you take us to the moment in time when you realized you were doing something that you were truly passionate about? Like once you decided to start helping these women online, how did that kind of happen for you? How did you start to feel that passion? I have been out of pediatrics for um, almost three years now, about two and a half years from active practicing. It was a very difficult decision to give up my job, so to say, but, um, you know, it just wasn't possible and wasn't really a benefit to our family. Um, and so once I gave it up, I actually did feel this sense of relief. And then once we kind of found our groove, I still had this thought, and especially as, you know, COVID and all of this came up, like what, you know, what can I do? What else can I do? Cause now I just feel like, you know, I'm here, I'm a mom, but I kind of lost that identity of being a pediatrician and actually helping people. I mean, I have all this education, um, So I just then started again, have this, you know, I would be in these moms groups and all these questions that were, you know, asked and, you know, they just had other moms to ask. And that's great because sometimes they provide, you know, uh, situations where they've been through the same things, but it's just not the same and and say, oh, that's not quite right. Or, (laughs) you know, I'd like to offer my advice. And I thought, I just need to get out there to be able to help these moms who are asking all these questions and feeling lost. And then hopefully they can feel confident that, you know, myself as a you know, having that training as well as being a mom of four kids, um, that I could be somebody hopefully that you can approach and and trust. Yeah, I think that that's such an incredible thing that you've done there. I was actually in a mom group this morning and she actually posted about how her child was having a problem with something and she asked the other mamas what could possibly be wrong with her baby. And they basically all had told her he's fine everything's going to be 
okay. My son went through something similar. Well, she ends up taking him to the emergency room and he has to have emergency surgery. They said she was a day from losing her son. And so having a pediatrician or somebody who could have said, oh no, no, you've got to go in. Yeah, so if they would have had somebody who could have said, no, you need to take him into the emergency room, this is a serious situation, you know, like that was a potentially life-threatening situation. And being able to have a resource like you on their side is just incredible. Yeah, and that unfortunately happens in both ways. You have those moms who overreact and, you know, want to go in for everything. And then there are those moms who know everything's fine. It's always fine. Like, they'll always come out fine, you know? (laughs) Um, So you just, you really have to be careful. And even, and online is hard too. So I always tell moms, you know, if, if you feel like something isn't right, just get it checked out. Those mom instincts for a reason. And um, I was very good about that, like trying to listen to moms because, you know, even though some things, even to me as a pediatrician would look okay, but they're just saying, no, something's not right. It doesn't mean that it always is, but it just means that, you know, I would try and take that extra time to just really make sure there wasn't something there. Yeah, absolutely. Those mom instincts probably do kick in pretty well for a lot of people. I'm not there quite yet, but I think I'll know what you mean here soon. <laughs> and so would you say that was like your your aha moment was, okay, I need to stay home with my kids, but I don't want to lose myself. I want to continue giving back. I want to increase that impact. Do you think that was kind of the major reason that, you know, you've been able to take this online community and just really embrace them? So you're just owning motherhood and owning the fact that you can help other mamas even if it's from home. Yes. And when I got, you know, my first message back from a mom in my group that said, thank you so much for, you know, answering this question or, you know, and I just have one more question. Is that okay? I'm like, absolutely. Yes. And I try and be, you know, very approachable. And when you realize that you actually, um, made a difference or you help somebody like that to me is like the best gift that I can get. Like, that's why I do this is to, you know, um, to offer some of that confidence and take away some of that fear. And I hope I answer some of those questions because I can tell you like I, in some of those moms groups, yeah, some of the advice won't be pro- appropriate or of course people wouldn't know, or some of the mom groups get downright nasty. So we need groups where people can be understanding and supportive and not, um, not talking down to each other or really like overtly taking your opinion as the only and most important opinion. So I try to come from that place too. I don't want to be somebody who's just preaching at you, you know, all of this information. Um, I want to present it in a way to, you know, give you the education and the facts that you can choose the best for your kids. Absolutely. And do you think there was a moment in your life that, you became aware that you wanted to create that bigger impact because I know we had kind of discussed about, you know, in your practice, you could really only do the one-on-one and you were kind of in those four walls in the clinic. Uh, Was there a moment that you wanted that bigger impact? And I always kind of knew I would work with kids in some way. And then as I started doing pediatrics and, um, you know, in my deployment when I was away, I just realized that all these things we do, no matter how how small, you can really impact 
somebody's life. I mean, when I was in Iraq, I can tell you stories about, um, you know, there was one child who lost his whole family. And so he was there, couldn't speak English. I don't speak Arabic, but he was just attached to me and I could be that person for him, you know, until they found somebody to come um, and get him and take care of him. Um, And then, you know, being here too, like even if it's just one person and I um, am kind of stubborn and seeing things for myself, but I have a lot of people my whole life from the outside telling me, moms like you should do this and (laughs) and so you know with a little bit of encouragement I'm like well why not I should do this so um I kind of got that extra push from the outside to kind of go for it absolutely wow and that's a crazy story about Iraq I can't imagine being over there and working with the children like you did that must have just been an incredible, like you said, eye-opening experience and just make you feel so grateful for what we have here and what you can give over there. Yes, it was quite an experience. And I was surprised at how many um, children I did actually um, see. And unfortunately, it was not in good circumstances, but some of them, you know, ended up um, doing just fine. And I wish I could see them now because, you know, that was years ago. Now I was there in 07, but, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see where they are at now. I sometimes really think about that, like those kids that we, you know, treated or helped, like where, where are they now? Because we were able to help them, you know, that's pretty amazing to even try and think about. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that would that would be something I would be trying to get over there and just reach out to every single one of them again. Absolutely. And so you had said in the beginning, you weren't very interested in going down this path. But now that you have, what's the best advice that you've received going forward, or that you think has helped contribute to the success that you have had? I think um, part of that advice is, you know, just do it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It's better when you're real. I mean, I have kids running around um, here. You know, now I only have one at home because three are at school. But, um, you know, I am somewhat of a perfectionist. I am very much a researcher. I am a quiet, reserved person. So this whole like putting myself out there and doing these lives and doing it before I thought it was just how it should be. You know, I was always stuck in this like dreaming mode. (laughs) And so I think for me, I almost just needed that push from somebody else to say, you know, you can do more than this. And even though it's not perfect, like just start, it gets better. And then as you, you know, get feedback from like the moms in my group and things like that, they're like, no, this was great. Like, how about we talk about this next? And, you know, that just keeps that momentum, you know, going. So it makes it more exciting all the time. And now I just couldn't not show up. Right. So I just feel now like that's, you know, that's part of, um, you know, it just makes me feel good, I guess. And that's what gives me my drive and momentum. I love it. That's so exciting. Yeah, you get to that point where you're like, oh, I got to keep showing up. People are loving this. They're resonating. I'm helping people. How could I not be there? Yes. Yep. So now I feel bad. I mean, before it was like, oh, I don't think I can do this. And now it's like, well, now I just can't not do this. (laughs) I love it. 
Oh, that's so exciting. That's such a great place to be at. And especially when you're starting to get people reaching out to you, like you're, you're helping me so much. I really appreciate all the advice. Oh, that's just got to feel so good. It does. It really, it really makes me um, want to keep going. Cause I can say even myself, like some days I will think, oh, there's just too many other things. Like, is this really doing anything or nobody came to my, watched my live today, you know, that was just seemed like a total failure then. But you know, in reality, it's not like how many people watch the replay. And now the next week, I had more people watch it, you know, so you just can't don't give up, just show up. <laughs> That's kind of how, how I've gotten to uh, be where I'm at now. Anyway, Exactly. Messy action beats no action. And you just said it too. Even if there's nobody on the live with you, I know that can be so discouraging. I've totally had that happen too. And it's like, you know what? That content is going to be out there until I delete it. Like more people are going to see it. I didn't just do that for nothing. I mean, I still provided value. They're going to see it. Yep. It will still come up. So yeah, that's what I think. My early lives, like I didn't have very many people in my group yet, but you know, it was helping me form that habit, helping me show up. It gets easier every time that information is still there for people to, you know, look at. So it's, it's still a help whether you think about it or not. I know when you don't see anybody there on the live, you just feel like, oh, I'm just talking to a screen, but still um, it notifies people and, and they will, they will find it. It's good for you and them. Yep, absolutely. And it's good practice. You know, uh, I have a few episodes actually on this topic and so many people want the thousands and thousands of followers before they can start. And it's really the opposite because imagine if right now you showed up on your lives and there was 10,000 people watching you. I mean, that's terrifying. Yep. I'm not sure I would show up as well. Right. (laughs) I'd be paralyzed. Yeah. That would be a difficult way to start, but it is true. We all want, you know, a whole bunch of people. And I mean, my next goal is just, you know, to get a few hundred people, you know, I'm just, I feel better about my gradual build than, um, than anything. So I think that's good on both sides. Absolutely. And so if you could repeat again, where we can find you on Facebook, that, that group. Yes. So my group is called Unfolding Motherhood with Dr. Katie. And my name is K-A-T-Y. I know that sometimes gets misspelled. Okay. So Unfolding Motherhood with Dr. Katie. So can you spell that again one more time? Yes. It's um, Katie with a Y. It's K-A-T-Y. Awesome. Awesome. So that's so exciting. And I know that you did say you had a couple freebies available. Where would we be able to find those? Yes, I can give you the um, links to those if you want a link, but um, a couple of the topics I've actually put together a couple freebies. So one of them is a... um is like a weekly planner. Um, and I often will use this, I'll print it off each week. And then I can write my, you know, the habits that I'm working on and the things I need to do each day during the week. But so that's just kind of a little uh, free printable kind of a mom planner. And then I also have one on my top meal tips, because I know meal time with kids can sometimes be the hardest time of the day. <laughs> so I do have one on meal tips too. So that is meal tips drkatiegibson.com. Awesome. And I will link all of these things in the show notes for this episode. So you guys will all have access to that. And I wanted to wrap things up by asking you to share a piece of guidance or just one major takeaway that you would like the Freedom Makers to have. 
Well, I think that, um, you know, my, the biggest thing I like to tell moms is that, you know, you, you are a good mom, you know, don't, we talked about the comparison thing. And I love this kind of quote that I read about and looked at and just that, you know, the only person you should compare yourself to is who you were yesterday, right? Because we can all get better from where we were, but you shouldn't base it on anybody else. So you are doing the best job for your child, you are in charge of taking care of your child. Um, So I think that's an important, um, important information. And while you don't have to do it alone, you don't have to be like everybody else. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. And, and being the kind of person who only compares yourself to the person you were yesterday and always striving to become a better version of yourself. I love that takeaway. That is incredible. I really, really appreciate having you on the show. And I think a lot of mamas here are going to be wanting to join your group to get more tips and advice from you. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. Yes, thanks for having me. It was fun. Freedom Makers, I hope you loved talking with Dr. Katie. She is such an inspiration and I love how she's taking all of her knowledge as being a pediatrician and she's really giving back to help moms one-on-one, especially during COVID when they can't actually go in to see the doctor. So she's providing that extra value and giving them the support that they need. So mamas, if you would like to join her group, it is Unfolding Motherhood with Dr. Katie. That is spelled K-A-T-Y, Unfolding Motherhood with Dr. Katie. And like she said, to all of you moms, you are an enough. You are doing a great job. Do not compare yourself to anyone else and just let go of that guilt because you are an amazing mom exactly how you are. Jump into her Facebook group. She's got some awesome freebies to you. All of that will be linked below this episode. And in the meantime, stay true to you, Freedom Makers, and keep doing you, mama. 